Are you ready? You are about to enter the Power On Boost podcast, where we facilitate the awakening of your personal power by providing powerful content that will inspire you, motivate you, and help you realize you are enough. Come join your host, Adrian Wesley, and let him show you how you can turn your power on and be alive to thrive. How you doing, everybody? My name is Adrian Wesley. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, and I'm also a human optimization coach, and I'm the co-founder of the Power On Movement, and the Power On Movement is facilitating the awakening of personal power worldwide. We have members all over the world, global community, and very, very amazing group on the timeline, and we support each other, and we boost each other up, and it's an incredible and amazing environment. Today, I'm going to be talking about some of the biggest lessons I've learned in 2018. And before I get to that, I wanted to answer a couple of questions that some people have sent to me. It's been an incredible year. 2018 has actually been one of the most amazing years of my life. So super excited to wrap it up with you guys. One thing I wanted to talk about first was quickly my disclaimers. I swear. So if you don't like swearing, please turn this off. And uh, always think for yourself, don't idolize me, don't idolize anybody else. Whoever you're listening to, always make your own mind up. How you doing, guys? Nice to see you. It's an important message. We're facilitating the awakening of personal power worldwide. Everything we do in this group is to boost each other up and to increase personal power and to make this planet a better place. And the best part about it is that there's no fucking selling involved. Yeah. Power On Movement, honestly, has been the best project I've ever worked on in my whole life. And that's a lesson I learned in 2018, which I have a message for you. The other thing I wanted to announce to you guys, which is super, super, super cool, is as you know, I do the Power On Boost on Mondays. Dr. Nick Jensen does the Wellness Wednesdays. And Graham Young does Fridays. Well, drum roll, I got another speaker coming out for you. His name is Steve Colbert. He's been a mentor, big brother of mine for, uh, I don't know, 30 years. I met him at the gym that I started working out at when I was in university when I was 20. Steve's been a personal trainer for over 30 years. And he's going to come on, and I think Sundays, I'm not sure when, and come out and talk about how to build muscle, how to lose fat, how to become physically healthy. He's going to speak to a whole bunch of different things connected to that. So very, very exciting. And Steve's, I think Steve's 52 and he looks like he's 40 and he's a very, very accomplished athlete. So he's going to bring some youthing longevity information into the group. It's going to be incredible. So watch out for my big brother, Steve Colbert, coming out to uh, do another go live for you. So those of you that don't know, this isn't just a timeline group that posts nice, positive things on the timeline. I think I saw Steve's face pop up in a heart. Woo. So yeah, we, for those of you who don't know, we also provide human optimization training for free. So for those of you that don't have any money and can't hire me or can't hire a coach, you can come on here and listen to all the go lives. Dr. Jensen's dropped down some huge value. So is Graham. And there are 34 other episodes of the Power on Boost you could watch. 
Mindset challenge. I decided, and for those of you that don't know, we do a mindset challenge every 30 days because your mind is listening to you, your mind is taking orders from you, and your mind is creating what you tell it. So if you repeat the same phrase to yourself over and over, that thought that you think habitually becomes a belief and gets solidified in your subconscious. So we're going to go back to one we've done before, and that is everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me. I can't tell you enough how much that statement has changed my life and helped me. I picked it up from Abraham Hicks. It's not mine. Everything is always working out for me, no matter what happens. I'm at the visa office the other day. I'm in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, and the fucking people I paid to do my visa paperwork didn't forgot to tell me that I needed a fucking application form for the front of it. Pretty basic shit. And they don't supply this at the at the the Thai embassy, but luckily some Thai dude selling fucking application forms out of his car. But I had to wait in line for a year and a half. I didn't have all the paperwork. So I handed in, I checked off the list as if I had all the paperwork. I'm sitting there watching her check through it and she checks it off. So I'm like, fuck golden, please, this is Thailand. Just move it along. But I'm back at my hotel room. I know that they don't have all the paperwork I need. I got to figure out how the fuck to get back into the country to get back to my home. And instead of being stressed out and worrying, I just said, everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me. And I said it over and over and I meditated and I let go and everything worked out for me. Here I am back in Thailand. I got my visa. Everything's iry. Where I used to spend all of my time down the rabbit hole, anxious, sewered, feeling like shit, thinking that that was the best way to deal with a stressful situation, but it's not. Command your universe. Command the universe. Everything is always working out for me is the master blaster affirmation. It fucking covers everything. Say it as much as you can every day, all day, all night, whenever you can. Yeah. So the mindset challenge is everything is always working out for me. The other thing I wanted to answer very quickly is what is self-love? Because I've made it quite clear that I'm going to make self-love and personal power go viral. Well, I am making self-love and personal power go viral. But what I want to clear up right away is self-love is not what you see in the fitness industry. And I used to be in the fitness industry, so I'm not saying anything bad about these people. But self-love is not taking fucking selfies and saying, I love myself. I've worked so hard all my life to learn how to love the way I look and have a fucking photographer take a $40,000 picture of you so that you can love yourself. That's not what I'm talking about. And that's it's got confused. Self-love is about fucking coming home to yourself, accepting your weaknesses, accepting the things that need to be healed and doing the work that it takes to love yourself and heal yourself. Self-love is about learning to unconditionally love yourself. Self-love is about putting the right foods into your mouth. Self-love is forcing yourself to exercise. Self-love is taking yourself out of shitty sewered situations and relationships. You get the gist. Self-love is not about taking a selfie and saying, I fucking love myself. That's not what it is. Self-love is a whole lot of work, and your end goal is to turn your full power on and thrive and become the greatest version of yourself. And you will not thrive and become the greatest version of yourself unless you learn how to unconditionally love yourself. So that's a little bit of, a little bit of golden nugget content for you. Life is exciting, everybody. Life is exciting. We're coming on to 2019. I'm 46. Where the fuck did the time go? Questions. I have three questions before I get into the top things I've learned in 2018. I get questions all the time and I've had to stop telling people I can't answer 
but I'm going to try and answer them on the power on boost. One of the questions was, I meditate, I feel great, I go to work, and then I'm sewered. Well, she gets sewered because she hates her job and because of the negativity at work. Well, one answer to you is change what you're saying to yourself on the way to work. So you're probably going to work going, I hate my job, this is going to suck, I hate my job, blah, blah, blah. What you want to do is you want to tell yourself, I'm grateful for my job, I feel abundant. You want to remind yourself that all you have to do is get through eight hours or get through a shift. So that's one thing you need to do is change what you're saying to yourself on the way to your job. And then you need to change the way you're looking at your work because a lot of you right now are telling yourself how you hate your jobs and how they suck, but you are actually more abundant than most people on this planet. And uh, billions of people would die to have your situation where you're earning 40, 50, 60 grand a year, where a lot of you think that you're not earning enough and not doing enough and being enough because other people are making 200,000 and, and a million. But again, it's, it's how you change how you look at your job. Because we are very blessed in the developed world to have the jobs we do and to earn the money we do. So you can change your perspective on that. The other thing you could do is you could change your job. You could stop fucking complaining. I'm not saying this to the person that asked the question, but a lot of people are complaining about their jobs. Then do something about it. Change it. Don't live in fear. Don't be comfortably uncomfortable. Change it. And the other thing is, is that this person was an entrepreneur. So what you can do is what also is a challenge for entrepreneurs is that you're in a job you don't like and then you end up starting a business, but you don't have your belief system in place to run your business. So you don't actually believe that your business is going to be successful. You do, but you don't. Because if you really believed your business was going to be successful, you could probably enjoy your job a bit more knowing that it's not going to happen forever and that you're on your way out. And that this job is the bridge to your freedom. So that's another thing is, is switch around how you're looking at your job. Your job is your bridge to the freedom that you want to create as an entrepreneur. But without that job, most of you would be fucked. So don't be ungrateful for it. It's all about changing your attitude. That's the biggest thing I can tell you. It's all about changing your attitude and changing your perspective and how you look on that job. And uh, things will get better. But if you really believe that your business is going to work, then enjoy your job. Enjoy the time because I can tell you this right now. Having a business is not easier than a job. <sighs> Fuck. That is the biggest fucking misunderstanding out there right now. Everybody working in the corporate world, a lot of people are unhappy. 80% of people in the U.S. hate their job. It's a fucking horrible situation. But it's also a huge exciting situation because look at how many people we could light up that aren't living their purpose or their passion. So, uh, yeah, that's my story today about that topic. But you really, you really, 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 really are in control of your reality, and your reality is based on your perception. Your perception creates 100% of your reality, and that's pretty empowering because your thoughts and your actions and how you speak changes your perception. So that is powerful. You are powerful. You have the power to change your life. You have the power to change how you perceive things. And that's why people can be stuck in jail and meditate and make it through because they change how they perceive things and they go within and they do different things. So I wanted to go over the, the things that I've learned in 2018, the most important things I've learned. One of them is that growth is uncomfortable. 100% growth is uncomfortable. Birth is painful. If you are always comfortable, you are not growing. Most major growth requires discomfort. 
And this is the reason why most people quit changing and quit their transformations if they have extra weight, uh, whatever it is. Most people quit because they are uncomfortable. And if you are uncomfortable, it's probably a good sign. It means you're growing. Keep pushing yourself in that direction. The next thing I wanted to tell you about that was a big learning thing for me, and this has been going on all my life, uh, I'm still working on this. Do not respond via email or text when you are emotional. Again, do not respond via email or text when you are emotional. Not a good idea. Good answers do not come out of you when you're in an emotional state. So what I have to do is when I get an email or a text that I don't like or that sets me off, I have to learn, and I very much have to learn this, how to uh, take a break, walk away, and not respond right away. Because if I respond right away, it's not good. I've got German in me, and I slice and dice with my words, and that's the one thing I regret the most about the things. I don't regret anything in my life, but I do regret responding without taking a breather. So there you go. That's another lesson. So again, take a break and don't respond to messages if you're emotional. It never works out well. Never. The next major thing I learned in 2018 is you can create your perfect day. I am living my perfect day. I said that I was going to walk out of my apartment onto a beach in the tropics. And I think literally six days later, I booked my one-way ticket to Thailand because I talked to somebody, Mike, on a post. So yeah, super, super, super exciting. You can create your perfect day. So first of all, all of you need to identify what your perfect day is and give yourself permission to actually dream and believe that you can have your perfect day. And then you need to go out there and keep working on it to find out how to make it happen and keep pushing yourself forward. But you can create your perfect day. I'm living proof. But you have to identify your perfect day and you have to speak it into existence. The other thing I've learned is you really, really can't give up on your dreams. I really, really, really need to implore this to you. Uh, I'm 45 years old. I'm finally living my dream life, and I never gave up. It brings me back to some realtors in Calgary. I remember being a realtor in Calgary, and I remember meeting some of the top earners at the REMAX office in northwest Vancouver. It was the busiest office in the province, I believe. And I'll never, ever forget meeting a guy named Mel Starr. And Mel, if you're listening, which I don't think you fucking are, <laughs> be very small chance. Please don't be insulted by this. But Mel Starr was the number one realtor in the city. He was everywhere. And if you met the guy, he wasn't anything that, like, he wasn't anything that would set you off to be like, wow, this guy is super exceptional from just meeting him. But part of what hit me is that this guy stuck with it. And I've seen this in corporations, the people that are VPs and presidents, they're not always the fucking sharpest tool in the toolbox, but they stuck around. And it's people that don't quit. And a lot of those people should have quit and gone and chased their passion. But it's the people that don't quit. So never give up. You have to stick with it. I'm 45 and I'm living my dream life. So I've got the rest of my life to live that. And I could live until I'm 100. That could be uh, 55 years from now. And that's a long time to be finally living in alignment. So any of you out there that are listening to this, it's never too late. Don't deny yourself that. Even if at 60 or 70, it's never too late. If I was to get three days of my perfect day before I transition to the other side, it would be worth it. Because that's what life's about. Is it's about pushing yourself beyond your comfort zone and trying to create your dreams. And it doesn't matter how long you stay in your dreams. It's just that you get there. 
Uh, I remember doing a 30-day canoe trip at boarding school, and we'd have to sit in that canoe for 30 days and paddle for 30 days, and they dropped the food for us. But I can tell you this much. When we stood up in the canoe over the Canada Dateline and the Northwest Territories, and when we paddled our canoes on the Alexander Mackenzie River into the Arctic Ocean, no one will ever be able to – I can't even quantify the feeling of what it feels like to push yourself. We did a 36-kilometer snowshoe race one day, and it was from like 4 in the morning till 2 at night. And we had to drag one of the kids with a scarf, uh, put the scarf behind his butt, and me and another guy pulled him forward. I've never pushed myself so hard, but I can tell you there's no better feeling on this planet, getting high, getting drunk, getting laid, having an orgasm, earning a lot of money, other than helping somebody and see somebody flower that's suffering, there is nothing better than pushing yourself past your comfort zone, doing the fucking work, and getting past the physical body that says, I want to quit, and getting past the mind that says, I want to quit, and keep going. There is nothing more rewarding as a human being. It is incredible. So keep pushing yourself. The other thing I've learned is that volunteering is amazing, and it's an amazing way to get out of your head and get back into your life. So I've been volunteering with this group. This is my 35th go live. They take, I don't know, at least an hour and a half, two hours every week to prepare and to put on. And uh, there's a lot more volunteering work that goes in and running a group of 10,000 people and all the messages that I get. But, uh, but it's well worth it. And it's changed my life. And it's the most important part of my life. And it's the most rewarding part of my life other than my one on one client session work. So I can tell you right now, if you're depressed, if you're down, if you feel like life sucks, go volunteer, go work at a soup kitchen, get yourself out of your head and start getting yourself around other people that have it worse than you. And you'll start to feel better. And it's not I'm not saying you should feel better because they have it worse from you, but it changes your perspective because a lot of you right now are sitting there sewered in your heads in your house and you need to get out of that and you need to get out of your head and you need to see that actually if you're alive and your heart is beating and you can breathe and you can walk, you're doing pretty fucking good. And all you got to do is go take a walk through a hospital to get the gist of what I'm talking about there and what I'm throwing down. So get out there and volunteer, everybody. It's incredible. It's amazing. The other thing I've learned in 2018 is that moving is a super powerful growth catalyst, obviously. But if you want to grow, pack up your shit, put it in the store and sell it and fucking move somewhere. Just do it. Why? Why not? Life is short. Life goes by quick. And if you want to grow, move somewhere. Another thing I want, I discovered from 2018 is that community is very, very important. I'm an introvert. Sounds kind of funny, probably. I'm an introvert. When I'm not working with clients or if I'm not doing videos, I want to be by myself or one other person. And I want to be in a chilled, quiet environment. The last place I want to go on a Friday night is to some house party with a bunch of fucking people talking bullshit and no real conversations. And everybody's talking about the sports and getting drunk and spitting on me and tell me how much they love each other because of the fucking alcohol. That's not my scene. I like to stay home. But I've discovered from the Power On movement that community is very important to me. I really, really appreciate you guys. I really appreciate being part of this community. It's amazing to see someone make a post saying that my son is sick and then seeing a whole bunch of people from the group, 50 or 60 comments, sending love and saying how much we're here for you. It's incredible.
Community is really important. So if any of you are suffering right now, I encourage you to get more involved in the Power On Family Timeline community because the more you put in, the more you get out. You can't just show up and write one post and go, why didn't anybody respond and not be involved? Get involved, comment, like others, support other people, and then you'll get the support back. It's incredible. Community is amazing. And that's part of the reason why most people are suffering because the capitalist model has created independent competition and we all live in our little boxes and there's no tribal community anymore. So that's part of the reason why we created the Power On movement was to recreate some of that tribal community that's missing. So you guys are part of my tribe. The Power On movement is a tribe and your vibe attracts your tribe. So anybody that comes on here and leaves, goodbye, because you ain't on the same vibe. And it's good that you're not part of our tribe because we're alive. And that was a slight rap. Three words rhymed. I'm pretty proud of myself. This is another huge thing that I've learned from 2018 working with so many clients. And obviously, this is something I discovered for myself. Once you come home to yourself and you face the issues you have, you can start to put down the heavy bags you've been carrying with you. Most people on this call and most people in society right now are carrying around heavy bags with you. I want you to imagine that you're sleeping with these heavy bags. You have them in your bed. And then you fucking roll out of bed, lethargic because you're not feeling good and you're stressed because you're carrying all this extra weight. And it's like you have clasps around your ankle, which are connected to chains, which are connected to weights. And it's like you have heavy bags that you have to carry and you put a heavy backpack on. And all of these things represent rejection, guilt, shame, unworthiness, self-hatred, all of these things that we carry with us. But what I, what I have seen in myself and with my clients, which is magical, which is crazy, which is amazing, is that once you do the work and you put these bags down, then you can flap your wings and fly like a butterfly. But most of you can't fly like a butterfly. You have the wings. They're underneath all of the fucking armor and the baggage that you're wearing. And it's no wonder you can't fly, but you can take off that armor and you can take off those backpacks and put down those weights and you can take off the clasps around your ankles and release yourself from the heavy stones you carry with you. But it's always going to be difficult and you're always going to be exhausted if you keep carrying around those bags. So back to an episode of Go Live I did of Power on Boost is put that shit down. Get some help and put the shit down that you've been carrying with you. If you want to have an amazing 2019, create a fucking put that shit down list. And if you can't put it down yourself, get some help to tell you how to put it down. Because I can guarantee you, if you guys keep going through 2019 the same way you have in 2018, you'll get the same fucking results. Same action equals same output. So to create a different environment in 2019, you're going to have to do things differently. Put the weights down. Put that shit down. Life is tough enough as it is without carrying around all that extra fucking weight. Whoa, promise you, you can't fly until you put that down. You're too heavy, so drop it. The other thing I've learned from 2018, if you're doing business with people, there's the potential it won't work out. You don't have to always take this guilt away because I feel guilty when things don't always work out with people. But the reality is, if you talk to entrepreneurs, they're always failing. And that failing means that they've failed with somebody else. And that means that maybe the communication with somebody wasn't perfect. 
or maybe the partnership they picked wasn't perfect or the project they worked on didn't work out perfectly with that person. So my message to you is, is that if you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to try creating, you better be prepared to not always have super successful relationships with everybody. And it's okay. That's part of business. You do your best. You do your best to be the best person you can be to communicate. But sometimes shit happens. But if shit happens and things go sideways, it means you're trying. It means you're growing. And if things are always comfortable and safe, then you're not fucking pushing yourself and you're not really living, in my opinion. Here's the last thing I want to tell you. Two last things I want to tell you. Life goes by fast. I'm turning the corner on my 46th year on this planet. Woo! How did that fucking happen? Where did it go? Like, I'm rounding 50. I have five more summers before I'm 50. What the fuck? (laughs) So I can tell you, if you're listening to this and you're younger, or whatever age you are, do not give up on your dreams and stop procrastinating. Stop waiting. Seriously, what are you waiting for? The fear's not going to go away. Deal with the fear. Go create your dreams. One life, one chance. You don't get a second chance at this. You don't get a dress rehearsal. And I think the biggest, greatest regret that we could all have is reaching 60 and realizing we didn't fucking squeeze our life. We didn't squeeze the lemons that we had in our life to get all the juice that we can. Because you've all been naturally given. You're like this big lemon tree. You have been naturally given the ability to keep growing as much as you want and produce these fucking huge juicy, vibrant lemons, which provide life force to you and to yourself. That's what you are. Maybe a lot of lemon tree. Let's change that into a peach tree. So we're all creating fucking big, juicy peaches because lemons are kind of sour. Lemons have a lot of good qualities to them. That's why I picked the lemon tree. But let's say you're a fucking peach tree. You are designed to squeeze those peaches and get the full benefits of everything that your tree grows. So stop waiting. And this reminds me of uh, Jim Carrey. I listened to his motivational video the other day where Jim Carrey was talking about how his dad was a comedian, the funniest man he ever met. But his dad had a family, so his dad became an accountant, I think. And his dad got laid off at 51, and he saw his dad crushed. And then his dad became bitter and angry. So what Jim Carrey was talking about his dad was is that his dad never pursued his dreams and failed. And it hit him fucking hard that it is way worse not creating. If you can live a life where you don't create your dream and take a safe corporate job and still fail, then why not fucking go after what you want? It's crazy. The corporate world is not going to give you the safety and the security that you think you're getting from it because you're just another number. And if you don't show up for work for two or three weeks, they'll cut you from the team. I've, I've been there. I've gotten mentally ill. I had a depression and I was down and out and I wasn't able to come back to work for a month. And my job, they cut me, my sales job. What? This is the place that I'm planning on living at, working for the rest of my life. And I give them everything and I get sick and they cut me from the team. So all I can tell you is that that was a powerful message that Jim Carrey said, because I saw the same thing happen to my dad. He didn't live his passion. He didn't create his dream. He was a senior VP. He was in oil and gas for 30 years and at 50-something years old got cut from the team and struggled to be a consultant and never got back. What? And then he lost 40% of his retirement in 2008. 
So uh, there's no way I'm going to be that guy. I'll tell you this to finish off, everybody. The only way you fail is by not taking action. You can't fail if you take action. It's really important that you hear me that. It's really important that you hear me. You can't fail if you take action. You're only failing if you don't take action. Because if you take action, you're growing, and that's not failure. And when you grow, you have to fail. How does a kid fucking learn how to walk? They fall down a lot. You ever watch kids learn how to walk? Fuck, it's hilarious. Boom. Back up. Boom. Back up. And then they crawl around for a bit, but they keep fucking going. But that Eiffel Tower, that tower keeps falling, but they keep getting back up. So are they failing? Sure they are. They're failing at walking. Is it bad? Uh Uh-uh. They're growing and it's incredible. And look what it leads them to. They get to walk. They get to stand up on two legs. But that's because they failed. I hope everybody hears this because I wanted to end off with this is that please, please, please stop holding yourself in a little fucking box. Let the flower bloom. You are all supposed to be blooming right now. So you have to get yourself some good soil. You have to put your plant in the right environment. You got to get your plant away from other negative fucking plants. You got to put your plant in a positive environment with some sunlight. And you got to give the water to the plant. You got to give the right food to the plant. You got to give the right pH to the soil. But I promise you, you are here to flower and bloom. And the only person holding you back from that is you. So my question for you to end off this, are you going to waste another fucking year in fear? Are you going to waste another fucking year not being you because you're worried about what your family's going to say or you're worried what your friends are going to say? Is it worth it to you? Is it worth it to you to get to 50 years old and realize that you fucking lived in fear and held yourself in a small box when you could have been flowering for many, many years before that? These are the questions that you really need to ask yourself going into January. And I'd suggest that you start thinking about this stuff over fucking these New Year's resolutions everybody does because they don't fucking work for most people because they set New Year's resolutions and then they quit. So what you need to do is ask yourself, why am I quitting? Am I going to quit this year? And is quitting something that can actually be in my vocabulary anymore? Because you get one life, one chance. And again, you need to go to a hospital to see that tomorrow's not guaranteed. I've said this before, 6,300 people die approximately every hour around the world. Every fucking hour, 6,300 people, humans like you and me, fall on their face and drop off this earth and transition to the other side. So if you're living this life right now where you're holding yourself in this little box and you're not letting yourself flower and you're assuming that you're going to be able to get to retirement, that's the biggest fucking tragic lie you've ever been told. There is no guarantee of that. There is no guarantee of that. You need to seize the day and you need to create who you truly are. You need to live in the now and you need to You need to create who you truly are. So 2019, 2019 is your year if you want it to be. And remember, you can't fail if you try. And the only reason people don't try usually is because they're fearful of success. They're fearful of what happens if they are successful. And they're worried about what other people think. Tragic. Tragic. Don't live your whole life based on all of those things or not feeling worthy. You are worthy. You can do this. It doesn't fucking matter what anybody thinks about you. And you need to create who you truly are or you'll never find your passion and your purpose. And without your passion and your purpose, you can't be happy. That's why 80% of people on this planet hate their job because they're not passionate and they're not purpose. They don't have purpose. 
it's tragic what's going on in North America. Do you guys know that the leading cause of non-accidental death in teenagers is suicide? What? Anti-prescription rates are at the highest in the developed world. We're the most, they're the most depressed people in the world, yet they have groceries. We have grocery stores full of everything. We have huge houses with extra bedrooms and fucking heating and AC and hot water and Epsom salt baths and fucking movies with surround sound. Every luxury you can think of, and the majority of people are miserable. What does that tell you? It probably tells you happiness is not in what they're feeding you it is. So what does that mean? You need to create a new reality, and you need to find your happiness from other things. And happiness comes from purpose and passion and serving others. Love you guys. Do not waste 2019 being scared. Let yourself bloom. You're amazing. You're here to do great things on this planet. And I'm imploring you to turn your power on and learn how to love yourself because it's the only way we're going to change this planet because we need more people to be the change that we wish to see. It doesn't do any good for us to go out on the street and to protest on a war rally because we just create more war. The only way this planet is going to change is that each of you make a change. So my call to action at the end of this is you have a fucking responsibility to love yourself. You have a responsibility to the other species on this planet to flower and bloom. Because if you learn how to love yourself, you stop pissing on the planet, you make different choices. And we have the power. And if we have the power and we all make different choices, we don't go spend our money on the same companies that have been screwing us. We have the power, but we don't have that power unless we all be the change we wish to see. Love you guys. Make 2019 the best year of your life. And create who you are and let your, tr- let your flower bloom. And don't forget that I woke up at 12 o'clock in Thailand to come out and talk to you guys because you're important to me and because you're loved. So if any of you feel alone this Christmas, you're not alone. The bald-headed, bearded Viking beast came up at 12 o'clock in the fucking morning to come talk to you to tell you how much I love you. Power on, guys. You guys are amazing. I'm super grateful to have you a part of my life. This has been an incredible year. And uh, go make 2019 the best year of your life and let your flower bloom. Create who you truly are. Live your passion and your purpose. Serve others. Get out of your head. Get back into your life. Live in the now. Change the conversations you're having with yourself from weak negative thoughts to the powerful positive opposite. Meditate once or twice a day. Go within or go without. Put only fucking healthy raw foods into your mouth. Exercise. Prep yourself for a deep sleep. And breathe. And use your breathing as a tool to change your physiology. And you'll have an incredible life. Love you guys. Power on. You just finished another episode of the Power On Boost podcast with your host, Adrian Wesley. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and tune in next time. Power on.